Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah Shviyas, Parak Dalin, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. And today's Mishnah is being learned because Chosrov Shlomo Zalman Vizugasa Marisiyat Vachol Yitzchalotem. They should be given with a sachat slachan siyad neshmaya, good health, parnasa b'shafa, and kol tov zela. Now we spent considerable focus in the previous parak talking about sikol avanim, clearing a field of stones on shmita. When is it permitted? When is it prohibited? And this Mishnah we expand that discussion to talking about other things as well, not only stones. Says the Mishnah, Bari Shaina. Originally, Hayu Aimrim Chazal used to say Malaket Adam Eitzim Avanim Vasavim Mitach Shalai. A person is allowed to clear out wood and stones and different grasses from his own field, and he's allowed to do that because it's Kederach Shu Malaket Mitach The same way he's allowed to do that in his friend's field. If he's clearing wood, grass, and stones from his friend's field, no one's going to think he's clearing his friend's field for planting purposes. It's obvious that he's not going to do such a big favor for his friend, and the reason why he'd be clearing it is because he needs it either for building or for firewood or something like that. So by the same token, he's allowed to clear wood and stones from his own field. People aren't going to suspect him that he's doing so to clear his field for planting. However, that's only as hagas hagas if he clears away the large ones, the large branches, the large stones, the big grasses, then it's obvious that he wants it for firewood or for something else, and that he's not trying to prepare his land for planting. But again, don't forget, it was only that originally it was okay. But Mishurabu Avyavera, once the Avyavera increased, these Avyavera would go into their field and they would clear away everything, even the small sticks and stones. And since they were allowed to be in their field clearing away large sticks and stones, people weren't really able to differentiate what they were doing, and therefore they would clear away even the small things, which is not okay. Now, once these Avyavera increased, each person was only allowed to clear away sticks and stones and grasses from his friend's field, not from his own field. And also, that was only Shalai Bataiva, as long as the owner of the field didn't show him appreciation for it. For sure, we don't have to say regarding giving him food. The only way it was permitted to clear sticks and stones from a field is if he's going into his friend's field, and if his friend doesn't show him appreciation for it, because if his friend shows him appreciation, then he's going to be inclined to clear away even the small sticks and stones, and for sure his friend is not allowed to say, hey, why don't you come into my field, clear some sticks, stones, and grasses, and I'm going to give you some food, a delicious lunch, or some nice hot dinner. That is usr. The only way it's permitted is if he walks in without any prior arrangement, he's not being shown appreciation, he's not being given anything for it, and he clears away the large sticks and stones. And moving on to Mishnah Bey is continuing to talk about the isr of preparing a land for planting on Shemitah. Mishnah Bey tells us, Sadash and Iskavta, a field in which he cleared away all of its thorns. The sharish of this word, Shen is Kuf Vav Tzadi, which is the word kites, thorns. So he cleared all the thorns out of the field on Shemitah. Even though he wasn't allowed to do that, Tizar Matishviyas, he still had to plant in it on Matishmitah. Because he didn't really bring about so much of benefit for the field, he still has a lot more work to do in this field until he's able to plant in it. So we don't kenas him, we don't penalize him and tell him that he's not allowed to plant in this Matishmitah. However, Shanitaiva, if he plowed it very well, what does plowing it very well mean? Well, if everyone usually plows their field once, this is talking about plowing it twice. So he plowed his field very well on Shemitah. Ay, Shanidaira, or he turned it into a deer, a pen for his animals. He brought animals into his field so that they could eat and graze over there, leave their droppings, and that's going to be used as fertilizer. If he did that on Shemitah, then he's not allowed to plant it in on Shemitah. That's a knas that Chazal levied against him because he improved his land on Shemitah. This is a significant improvement, so he's knas, he's not allowed to plant in it Shemitah. Now we continue in this vein, a field that was plowed well on Shemitah, says, a person is not allowed to eat that fruit on Shemitah. It's considered like that fruit grew be'isr, and so he's 
not allowed to eat the fruit that grew. Basil Iron Basil says Eichlin, one is allowed to eat such fruit, and they have an argument in how to darshan a pasuk. Now another machlek is regarding Perishvias, but this time we're talking about something that grew beheter. Beishamay says Ein Eichlin Perishvias betayva. One is not allowed to eat Perishvias and show appreciation for it. Well, Basil Iron Basil says Eichlin betayva v'shalai betayva. One's allowed to eat with showing appreciation or even without appreciation. So what's his machlekes? Now anyone that's in Eretz Yisrael during Shemitah knows that just about any road they drive on, they're going to pass by a field that has a large sign prominently displayed, Kan Shemrim Shemitah, over here we keep Shemitah, and that's a huge Kiddush Hashem. So imagine this fellow stops his car by the side of the road, jumps out, picks some Shemitah oranges, and then goes to the farmer's house, knocks on the door, and says, thank you so much for these oranges. According to Beishamai, that is Usr. Why? Because these fruits are completely Hefker. And if he walks up to the owner in the field and says, thank you for the oranges, that implies that they belong to the owner, and they don't belong to the owner. So no saying thank you for oranges on Shemitah. Obviously, you would have to make a bracha, but no saying thank you to the owner of the field. Basella says, no problem, you could say thank you, or you don't have to say thank you, whatever you would like. Now, Rabbi says, it's really the other way around. Beishamai is mekel, and Beishel is machmer. Zumi kula Beishamai, this is one of the things that Beishamai is mekel in, and Beishel is machmer in. For the vast majority of the time, when we have machlekes between Beishamai and Beishel, Beishamai is machmer, and Beishel is mekel. According to Rabbi Huda, this is one of those rare times where Beishamai is mekel, and Beishel is machmer. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Gimel and Dalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.